Welcome to the Marketing Solutions Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith. I'm a wife, a boy mama, a marketing agency owner, and a trusted marketing advisor to entrepreneurs just like you. Marketing is my MO, and this podcast is the place to learn how to market your business with simplicity, purpose, and integrity. You'll learn how to become a more profitable and happier business owner who feels confident, hopeful, and motivated to grow. The thing is, professionalism as we know it is changing. What we talk about at work, how we represent our brands and our businesses, and how we show up in our marketing material has changed drastically in just a few short years. This is the place where we're going to learn how to navigate those waters together, how to market your business while staying true to your values, how to show up in your business in a way that feels really honest and right for you. Good marketing makes value visible, and in these episodes, you'll learn how to make visible the value that you provide for others so that you can achieve the kind of success that allows you to live your very best life on your own terms. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Hey there, welcome back to the Marketing Solutions Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith, and today we're going to talk about three different methods for batching your marketing content. So when we say batch your marketing content, it simply means to create multiple pieces of like content. When you make a batch of cookies, for example, you don't make the batter in order to make one cookie. You make an entire batch of cookies, a whole bunch of cookies. And as it is with your social media content. You can make a whole bunch of social media posts at one time rather than posting one a day, creating the post and then posting it immediately and then doing it again the next day. You can create a lot of that content in one sitting and schedule it to go out throughout the month or whatever. Today, I wanted to share some examples of how I do this in my own business and how I've coached up other business owners so that they're spending the right amount of time on their marketing content. Likewise, they have a plan for what they'll get done in the time allotted, so there's no guessing or having to choose what activity to do. So if you're one who sometimes sits down at your computer with a list of things to do, and you tend to push the marketing to-dos to the very last thing on the list, it then becomes more of an if-I-get-to-it-great task rather than this is the objective for the hour. So you may find that your marketing is a drag or that it's not something that you look forward to doing. And I think today's episode might give you some motivation and some tips on how to make this a more enjoyable task. And I'll share some ways that you can put some boundaries up and protect your time that you spend on your marketing material and make it more of a routine task. So I love the idea of having a standard process or systems set up in my business that helps me stay really organized. It helps me deliver on what I say I'm going to deliver. That's just kind of how my brain works. And I know that that's not a really creative thing, but it also allows me the sandbox in which to be creative. It helps me stay on task and it helps me to 
get done what I need to get done and be creative when I need to be creative and be analytical when I need to be analytical. So I think that standard work is one of the biggest keys to having a scalable and profitable business. You know, I just wanted to share that. I think that's an important piece of context to understand and it sets up what I'm about to share with you a little bit better. So I have these three systems that I teach. These are three methods for batching your content. And it's kind of based on your personality type and your lifestyle. Depending on where you're at in your business and how you like to work, I think you'll find that one of these three options is something that you can adopt in your own business. If marketing is something that you're not very consistent with, or it doesn't come naturally to you, or you feel burned out by it, or you just don't look forward to it. I think these tips that I'm going to share, these methods that I'm going to share will help to mitigate some of that for you. That's the goal anyway. So option number one, the first method that I recommend is for people who don't have much time to allot to their marketing content. And this is an option that I recommend for small business owners who feel overwhelmed by marketing or they're just starting out in business. This is a really easy way to just get some quick wins and make sure that things are going out and things are being published on a regular and consistent basis. It really helps to make your marketing a habit. So with this option, what I recommend is to time block your calendar for two-hour chunks once per week. Okay, so let's say Mondays is the day that you're going to devote to creating your marketing content. So every Monday, I want you to block out two hours, and I'm going to tell you what you're going to put in those two-hour time blocks. So where we get into some murky water, I guess, is when we have these time blocks on our calendar, but we're not really sure what we're supposed to be doing during those time blocks. So if you have a marketing time block for two hours, there's all sorts of things you could be doing. And it might feel overwhelming, like, oh, I got to do a couple of social media posts. Oh, I got to do a blog post. Oh, I got to, you know, your brain is going to be all over the place. The recommendation here to stay organized is that your first time block, so you're going to have four two-hour time blocks, right? So like every Monday for two hours, like that's just part of your standard work. So on Mondays, you have this two-hour time block. The first two-hour time block in your calendar, so the first Monday of the month, you're going to create your owned media. Remember that your owned media is your own thought leadership. That's the education you're providing, the training you're providing. It's the content that your ideal clients want to know from you. It's your longer form content. So it's your blog posts or your podcast episodes, your videos, your webinar, your ebook. Like these are all examples of owned media. And you can listen to the episode that's titled A Framework for Choosing the Right Types of Marketing Tactics for Your Business if you'd like some help figuring out what type of owned marketing material would be beneficial to your business and to your audience. For this example, I'm going to use a blog post. Let's say this business owner has a blog you may only write one blog post in that two-hour chunk. 
and that's great. Like that's what that time is allotted for. And in the next section, like the the second system I'm going to share with you, there's an alternative that allows you to batch a whole bunch of blog posts at once. The idea here is that you complete at least one blog post in its entirety in this two-hour chunk of time. So by the end of this two-hour chunk, the post is written, it's edited, it has all the supporting materials linked, you've added the graphics that you feel help tell the story better, etc. So blog post is done. It's written, it's edited, it's like ready to go live, okay, in that two-hour chunk of time. The following week, you are going to use your two-hour time block to create your social media posts for the month, okay? Let's say you want to post three times a week, okay? That's great. That's a great cadence, whatever your cadence is. Maybe you post 30 social media posts a month, or maybe it's even more than that, but you'll need to create approximately 12 social media posts if you're posting three times a week. So, In this two-hour chunk of time, creating a month's worth of social media posts is totally doable. And if you start out with this method and you find that you're only able to get five social media posts done, that's not a problem. You just created five social media posts. That's awesome. With more time, you'll become faster at it. So the point is to use your time really wisely here. And for this example, I'll use Instagram because I think Instagram is the platform that is most content heavy. It always requires a graphic, whereas Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter, they don't always require graphic. You don't have to have an image with every LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter post, for example. So that cuts down on the content creation time. The way I recommend using this two-hour chunk of time for your social media posts is to start by making a list of the posts that you want to create, right? So for each topic, you know, let's say you need to make 12 social media posts, write out what the deliverable of those posts are. Like this one's going to be a testimonial. This one, I want people to go visit my blog post. This one is a way to work with me. This post is, you know, da, 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 da. So make your list Or if you already have created your content calendar, reference your content calendar. And then you're going to create the captions. Some people like to flip this, but I think it's better to write out all of your captions first for the topic ideas and then create the graphics that go with it because your graphics really are supporting the main point of your written text. So in doing this, you can cut and paste from your blog post that you just published the following week. I bet you could pull a minimum of four social media captions from that blog post. You can pull verbiage from your website. You can use testimonials. And in this case, it doesn't mean that you're creating net new verbiage for every single post, right? So you've already done the good work of creating your blog post. Use a lot of that language in your captions. After you're finished writing your captions, then you can go create your graphics that support the points that you want to get across, right? Or maybe you want to share some links, you know, instead of graphics on LinkedIn or Facebook, for example. 
But once your graphics are completed, then you can go into either like Facebook's Creator Studio or you can use a tool like Buffer, which is what I recommend, and you can schedule all these posts. So in Buffer, I think it's buffer.com, you can create a free account that allows you to schedule 30 days worth of posts to three different accounts. So let's say you have LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. You can basically copy and paste all of your captions, add your hashtags, upload the photos that correspond with those particular posts, and then you can literally just schedule them to go out on the cadence that you want them to go out. So that's a helpful tool for creating your social media in batches, right? You can do a month at a time in a two-hour session. In your third two-hour chunk of time, right? Now we're in the third week of the month. This is our, I'm using Monday as an example. So in your two-hour chunk of time, the third Monday of the month, you're going to create your email newsletters. And maybe you only get one done in this two-hour chunk. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You can pull content from the social media posts that you created. You can pull content from your blog posts that you wrote and send people to that blog post. You can create content for your email newsletter based on things that have happened in your business. And just like you did with your social media planning, you want to plan out your email newsletters in advance. You don't want it to have the feeling that I just wrote this off the cuff. You want your email newsletters to have some consistency to it. Think through in advance what your newsletters are going to deliver. And also make sure in your content, you're telling people how to apply what they're learning and what to do next, right? Clear calls to action. So if you want more help with email marketing, I would recommend listening to the episode titled The Case for Prioritizing Email Marketing in Your Marketing Strategy. I'm very much a proponent of email marketing, especially at the time of this recording. It's providing a really good return on investment for my business and also for my clients' businesses as well. So In your fourth two-hour chunk of time, I recommend that you have a look at your data. So this is just kind of an analysis In these two hours, you can look back at the specific metrics that tell you how well your content performed, right? You can look at the number of views your blog got. You can look at how well your social media posts performed. You can look at, you know, how many opens and how many clicks your email newsletter generated. You're far enough away that you can have a look back at the content that you created in the prior weeks, which helps you make better decisions on what type of content mattered most to your audience and where you should double down or where you need to maybe pivot. For this particular method, right, these two-hour blocks of time on a weekly basis, in order to be successful with this method, you really have to honor the commitment to show up and get it done. And you need to follow the plan, like, okay, I'm going to write my blog post today. I'm going to do my social media post today. Because basically that long form content is the repository of content that you're going to be pulling from in the later weeks. You want to have that blog post written so that you can link to it in your social media, so that you can link to it in your email newsletter, right? I have found 
you know, over the last six and a half years or so that this method works really well for people who need a little more structure around creating marketing content. Also, like a few other tips for being successful here is to use the entire two-hour chunk of time. Okay, so if you finish early, get a head start on whatever that content is for the next month, right? So if you finish your blog post in an hour and a half, use the last half hour planning the next blog post, right? I don't recommend moving into the social media component. I would say stay in the state that you're in. Stay in the form of content that you're creating because your mind's already there. You're kind of in this flow state. You have some momentum planning out what you're going to be doing next month in that same two-hour time block will be really helpful for you down the road. It just sets you up for success. Also, you'll find that with this method, when you know exactly what you're supposed to be working on during that time block, it's far easier to actually do it. When we give our brain the option to do a variety of tasks, (laughs) it's really hard to muster the discipline to do the thing that we least want to do. So when we've decided ahead of time, when we are thinking in our higher and best selves, we want to make sure that we get done what we need to get done in order to grow our business, right? Plan in advance. And then when it comes time to actually do it, you're more likely to do it. Okay. So The second system that I'm going to share with you is to block out one day a week or an entire work week once a quarter and do a lot of content creation at once. And I know a few people who love to do this. This is a method that they really look forward to because they think of marketing week as a time to be creative you know, they're often like, ooh, I get to get real cozy. I get all my favorite coffee creamers for this week. I, you know, wear my favorite hoodie. I have a lap blanket. Like they just look forward to this week because it's a time when they can really hunker down and be in a creative flow state for a longer period of time. And in this case, I recommend starting with looking at your past metrics. So let's say you're going to take an entire week, right? You're going to do this at the the first week of the quarter, let's say. So every three months or so. And I recommend that first day or at least like the first maybe half a day, look at your past metrics, you know, how well your social media performed the previous quarter. Look at how well that content performed and what mattered to the people that you're trying to reach, because that'll tell you where you might need to pivot, right? Sometimes what we think is going to hit doesn't hit, and so we need to dig into why that was. But this is a really good time to analyze what's working and what's not working before you create a whole boatload of content. You want to make sure that you're creating the right kind of content. You don't want to be barking at the wrong door, right? So. In this case, spend a day or a half a day thinking through and looking at your data from your email newsletters, from your social media, from your owned media. How many podcasts listens did I have? What episodes are more popular than others? That type of a thing. And then you're going to spend either the latter part of that same day or the beginning of the next day 
planning out your content, if you haven't done so already, what are you going to share with people? Like, what kind of content are you going to create this week? Maybe you already have your master list of topic ideas that you've already brainstormed, but this is the time where you're going to decide what's going to come to life this week. What does your audience need to know? And then you're going to spend a day creating your own media. So I recommend setting a target number of blog posts that you want to write or a target number of podcast episodes that you want to record and publish one and schedule the rest to be published on the cadence that works best for your business. So maybe in one day you're able to write seven blog posts or maybe you're able to record four podcast episodes. Whatever you're able to get done in that day, you can schedule that or perhaps you have an assistant. So you have somebody else do the editing and the publishing or you have somebody else who can find the supporting graphics and link things up appropriately. It's a great use of your time to create all of this owned media, but it's not always a great use of your time to do the editing, the polishing, and the publishing, right? Which is why I created my business, because we do the editing, the polishing, and the publishing for our clients. Outsourcing that type of content to either a virtual assistant or to a marketing company like mine is definitely a wise investment, depending on where you're at in your business. And then the next day, I would recommend creating all of your social media content, possibly for the entire quarter, depending on you know how many posts you're doing. But get that social media content scheduled. And with Buffer, I think I mentioned Buffer.com, that free version will only allow you to post up to 30 days out. So you might need to upgrade to a paid account in order to schedule three months of social media posts in one sitting, for example. And there are other automation platforms, but I find Buffer is very simple for solo business owners who are just, you know, posting to three accounts or, you know, maybe four accounts um, and they want to get that scheduled. Likewise, You can write all of your captions and you can have your VA or a team like mine create all of your graphics for you. In my case, we write all of the captions. We create all of the social media content for our clients, our monthly clients. So our monthly clients either record their raw audio, record their video, or write a draft of their blog posts. And then we edit, polish, and publish We also create all of their social media content, all of their email newsletter content, and so forth. But if you have a good VA who has a strong background in marketing, they would be able to do this for you as well, right? So you don't necessarily need to be the one to get everything scheduled. But if you're a solo entrepreneur, like this is absolutely something that you can do, right? Creating all of your captions, creating all of your graphics, and getting those scheduled in one day. And then the next day, you're going to spend time creating your email newsletters. And again, decide like, okay, I'm going to get four months worth of email newsletters created and ready to go. A caveat to this method is that things change. People change, pandemics hit, circumstances change. So having loads of pre-planned content is fantastic and it's a game changer for time management. But you need to keep a real close pulse on the relevancy of the content that you produce. 
So if you're creating a post that's going to go live in three months, it better be relevant in three months. And this is especially true of sensitive content that has to do with current events. To mitigate this is to keep everything in draft form and set a reminder for yourself to publish on specific days. So you can do this for social media, like every two weeks, for example. So you've got everything all scheduled and ready to go in Buffer or in your other automation platform. And then everything's already created. You just need to approve it and publish it. Likewise, with your email newsletters, you don't necessarily need to schedule them to go out. You can keep them in draft form. And then on the day you want it to go out, you can go back and just give it a quick overview, maybe make any modifications that have changed since you originally wrote it, and then hit publish right then and there. The third method that I recommend is to give yourself a boss weekend and book a hotel or an Airbnb and give yourself a little content creation retreat. This is a lovely way to bring a lot of fun and joy and excitement to an otherwise not so fun task. (laughs) I enjoy doing this in my own business and I find that I can think better. I think a little more clearly. I'm less distracted if I go somewhere for a few days and create content. It's also fun. Like I, I really enjoy being able to set time aside to, you know, pour into my audience and I don't always do this for my content. But, you know, certainly like it's been a good experience to be able to do this, to just get away. Um, And you can use that time for other things as well, right? Like you can have an operations focused boss weekend where you're looking at the back end of your business or, you know, create your digital course in a hotel room, you know, over three days or so, you know, whatever. But kind of getting away from your day to day is a really powerful shift for your mind to just get those creative juices flowing a little better, you know, when we go into a new environment. So just to sum it up, it's not hard to create marketing content if you have clear expectations and an appropriate amount of time set aside for the tasks that you need to complete. It can be something that you look forward to. It can be something you enjoy. And creating marketing material when you're in that state of mind is always better. The outcome is always better than when you're creating from a place of obligation. So I hope that you're able to take what you need from this episode and apply it in your own business. If you would like some coaching on this, I would love to offer you a free consultation so you can book directly with me by emailing info at willowandoaksolutions.com or booking yourself a spot on my calendar uh, with the link in the show notes. I'd be happy to give you some thoughts on this. I'd be happy to give you some one-on-one coaching in a free consultation if you need some help figuring out how to make marketing a little more fun, a little more doable, and fitting it into your busy schedule. Thank you so much and happy creating. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode today. It's my goal that each episode will move the needle for you in some way, that you'll get exactly what you need right when you need it. So if you loved it, and I sure hope that you did, consider subscribing to the podcast or leave a review. And if today's episode or this podcast is valuable to you, there's likely someone that you know who might also get some value out of it as well. So send it their way. 
All right. Looking forward to connecting with you next time. Thanks for being here.